Well, one more, Shane. We got Jordy Collada. He really does have the best LSU show out there, Shane. I've seen it before. I'm, you know, watching it live. He does it live every day. And some big news event will happen. He'll be like, well, hell, let me get this coach on the line. Let me get that coach on the line. He sits up there and calls them live on the air and gets them on within seconds. So Jordy Collada, if you're not watching his stuff already, check it out. Outstanding stuff for Jordy here previewing the Arkansas game and this just magical season that LSU's having right now. All right, we're pleased to once again be joined by the man himself, Jordy Collada. Of course, you know him of the Jordy Collada Show. You can follow him at Jordy Collada. And don't forget to follow the show as well at Collada Show, the most outstanding LSU show out there. I watch it every day on YouTube. Jordy, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you. Mike, thanks for having me back, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you're one of the best, so I had to get you on now that LSU driver's seat in the SEC West. But before we get to that, Jordy, I just want to ask you, how thankful are you that LSU didn't hire Jimbo Fisher? Oh, man. Um, look, it very. Uh, if you're watching that offense play, that's very reminiscent of Les Miles, and I don't think Tiger fans could have withstood another run like they saw with Miles and, and, and what the offense looks like now for Jimbo Fisher. You know I mean? Look, the most concerning part about Fisher is that he, he, he for a while there, had a reputation of a, a quarterback whisperer. And, you know, to see uh, the lack of development and the inability to, to, to evaluate and see who the best player is and play that guy, I, I think that there is a lot of red flags when you look at what's going on in College Station. Yeah, no doubt. Let's transition to the game on Saturday night. Death Valley, the scene looked incredible. Uh, when is the last time that you can recall Death Valley w- was to the level that it was Saturday beating Nick Saban's Alabama program? Well, it was it, look, it, it was a high point for for the program. Uh, yeah, from Nick for, for for Brian Kelly's standpoint, it was something that you can you can really hang your hat on. It's something that you can you can point at in recruiting. Uh, you know, coming up, letting people know that um, that that they're trending in the right direction, and that um, you know that there is uh, positive thoughts around the program, and things are going going well. I mean, it was as good of a win in a first year that a coach has had around here in a long time, and you know, Kelly is only growing from this. I anticipate that they close the year strong. I think they have a great opportunity to go to Atlanta, which you know is really you know to crazy to say out loud and. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been an unbelievable run up to this point. Any surprise that Brian Kelly went for two and, and went for the win there? You know, in the moment, I, I can't say that there was, but you know, I mean, it, you know, looking back on it and kind of having a chance to kind of digest and think about it, it does make sense. You know I mean? Having, and hearing Kelly say that if you had given him one chance to win the game and one play that he'd have taken it. And, you know, that's what he did. I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, the, the, the officiating was start to trend in the wrong direction. They weren't, um, you know, trying to, uh, they, they, they weren't looking like that, that, that they were going to get, um, you know, a fair shake there after the, 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 the tip ball and, the, uh, you know, an overtime that was, that, that was allowed to, to reset Alabama. But, um, you know, I, I think that that, that moment will live on forever for Kelly at LSU. I mean, that'll kind of be the moment that, um, you know, it all kind of, the, the the momentum of the of the public, the entire fan base, got behind him and said, "Look, man, you're our guy." So uh, it's been uh, it's been it, it, it's been a heck of a week in turnaround, but now here they are, 
you know, kind of Wednesday of game week, and a lot of people are still talking about Alabama. They they they, they have to shift their focus to Arkansas coming up this weekend because uh, if they were able, you know, to uh, to go up there and, and and take care of business, they 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 really have locked themselves into a an SEC Western Division uh, crown. And how wild is that to even consider, Jordy? Given the fact that uh, you know week one was that was an ugly showing, but even fast forward a month, getting defeated soundly at home to Tennessee, could you ever have imagined that you'd be sitting here uh, a week into November with the the LSU Tigers number one in the West? Really, is a crazy story, you know, Mike. To think about, think about where they come from. I mean, when they were pulling out of. Houston in January had 38 scholarship players. They had wide receivers playing quarterback. They were just a, a mismatch of a team, and you know, with little direction, and you know, curious about what the the, the next couple of years were going to look like. And, and Brian Kelly came in with his staff and was able to raid the transfer portal and get some guys in recruiting. And you know, you really start to see that stuff pay off. You know, I mean, that was Mason Taylor, the true freshman that caught that touchdown pass. Harold Perkins, the true freshman, was the SEC Defensive Player of the Week, and you know, Emory Jones and Will Campbell are both true freshmen that are starting on the offensive line and held their own against NFL competition on on, on Saturday. So uh, it's just a lot of bright spots, a lot of things that have taken shape here very early, uh, maybe earlier, a lot earlier than people anticipated for LSU as they uh, you know, come down the stretch here with a real opportunity to go to Atlanta. Now, certainly Brian Kelly, he's going to be up for SEC Coach of the Year. Hell, I, I would probably even put him up for National Coach of the Year. But looking at his assistants, Jordy, Brad Davis, offensive line coach, you mentioned it, playing with freshmen, offensive tackles, that multiple freshmen offensive tackles, that's unheard of in the SEC. The the lineup, they've had, they've had to have guys in and out all season long due to injuries and, and things of that nature. He also got Madhouse, who's I think he's killing it as a defensive coordinator. He's brought back the defense as a strength of that program. If you had to pick one, Brad Davis, Madhouse, who do you think's done a, a better job this year? Oh man, I, I think it's unfair to label them better because both of them have done an outstanding job. I, I would even throw Jamar Kane in there. You know, the defensive line coach. He lost one of his best players, his best player, yeah. maybe one of the best players you know in the league on 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 the. Second drive of the season and has really not missed a beat. They, their staff is is very talented and you know puts in a lot of hard work. You can tell their preparation. Uh, you can tell the attention to detail. And look, LSU is 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 got a really good staff getting them prepared. And I think it may have Matt House to see what he's done. I mean, all of the tests that he's gone up against, whether it's you know the the, the air raid and Mike Leach or. Hendon Hooker in Tennessee, uh, you know, Mississippi, uh, excuse me, Auburn, and a true freshman quarterback, uh, you know, Anthony Richardson in, in, in Florida. I mean, it's just, it's been somebody different. Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, they just had a plan and they've executed and they've done uh, a really good job of preparing each week for a different opponent and, um, you know, coming out with, with, with stuff that, that, that looks uh, very effective. Now, do you think it's time to put Jane Daniels in the Heisman Trophy consideration, or, or does does he have to finish the season strong to, to possibly get to New York? No, I think he's a dark horse. I think he's a guy that you know could continue to play at this level and get some attention. I think you know there's some guys that are ahead of him in the race that are probably a little bit louder and making a name, but 
you know, I think you have to look at what he's done, you know, especially over the last month and, and, and how LSU has performed and what, what the impact that he's had in that. And it's been enormous. So, uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of backdoors in for an invitation. Now, can he even come back next season? I was unclear on that. I thought I had heard him previously say he'll be back for another year. Has he officially declared anything? He's not declared anything. Uh, he does have the opportunity to come back. Um, you know, I mean, they still have three weeks left in the regular season, so I think there's still time to make that decision. But I think he's playing himself into a spot where he'll have to make a choice, which – you know, I think, you know, a month ago, three months ago, six months ago, it was crazy even to say out loud. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Harold Perkins. You know, he he's the next in a long line of LSU Tigers that have been just outstanding as true freshmen. I think of Derek Stingley, maybe the best freshman mm-hmm. we've ever seen as, as a corner, Leonard Fournette. Do you put Perkins in that conversation as in their class of, of just, I mean, my God, Jordy, he may be one of the best linebackers in the country. Oh, I think he is. I don't. I don't think you can argue that at that at this point. The impact he has on the game is—you really can't even calculate it. I mean, you know, the numbers are there, and you can see, you know, the stats. And but, but what you can't account for is just how how smart he is, how how athletic he is, uh, and you know, I mean, the mind games he plays with the quarterbacks. He was he was in Bryce Young's head early on. He had him rattled and. Uh, you could see that he was he was finding where where forty is, and yeah, I agree. He's you know he's in that class of Tyron Matthew and Fournette and Derek Stingley of guys that have come in here and and made instant impacts as freshmen and really you know kind of gone down in the in the lore of of, of LSU football history of you know somebody that just is uh, you know impact guys that can play at such a high level. Now, we can't overlook a game this weekend on the road, early game. Arkansas is a dangerous team, even though they're a little banged up, coming off an embarrassing loss. LSU should win this game, but do you have any level of concern that this is a big trap game coming off an emotional win at home against Alabama? Any any concern that, hell, the odds makers think this will be a tight one? How about you? Look, I think that, you know, by, by every sense of the definition, it is a trap game. But I, I really, like I said this morning on the show, I, I think Brian Kelly will prove his value this Saturday much more than he did last Saturday. And he was enormous versus Alabama. But these are the games where he'll show his brilliance, you know, where this is a classic letdown, classic trap game. But I think he'll have the team prepared to play. I think they'll have a good plan. I don't think that they'll let the elements like the cold and, you know, the 11 a.m. start get to them and, um, you know, they are the better team. And I think that they will play like the better team. And I think that they will, you know, represent themselves like they are the better team. And that's, you know, that, that that's what Brian Kelly was brought here to do, to, to, to change the culture and turn LSU into a consistent winner. And I think these, these are the days where you're seeing that take shape. Now, final thing for you, Jordy, is as LSU continues to get better week in, week out, who knows how how good they'll be in three weeks, a month from now. If they finish the deal, they're headed to Atlanta. Do you give them a shot to pull the upset? Because everybody's going to be picking Georgia, and Georgia will be a favorite, probably a 10-point favorite, maybe even a little bit more. Do you, do you give, If LSU continues to improve, could you see it to where they win in Atlanta over the Georgia Bulldogs? Look, it'll be a tough task. You know, Georgia is – uh, they're a monster right now. They're a machine. 
Um, and they're deep, they're talented. That, that's a, that's a quasi home game for them in the Georgia Dome. Um, so that, that will be a tough hill to climb if, if that's the draw, which it looks like it will be. Uh, but you know, look, LSU is, is a dangerous team right now because they believe, you know, they, they, they are bought in. They, they think that they are one of the best teams in the country. They're playing like one of the best teams in the country. And, you know, I mean, look, when you got that, it, it doesn't really matter what, what, what you're taking on or what the outside thinks because, um, you know, that's a dangerous weapon. And, and LSU right now is, is, is playing like a very, uh, like a very dangerous weapon because they, they, they believe the coach has got a lot of trust in them. They have a lot of coach, uh, uh, trust in the coach. So uh, I, I really do believe that is, um, you know, that this is, that, that, that this, is kind of where LSU is in its growth pattern of, you know, building a consistent winner, which is like we said, Brian Kelly was brought in here to do. Now, Jordy, before you go, can you tell my audience where to find your work? And, and it really is. It's the best LSU content you're going to find. Jordy's Rolodex, I mean, my God, he'll be sitting there on the show. He'll get a head coach on the line. He'll get a new commit on the line. He knows everybody down there. Tell the audience where they can consume your content. Uh, appreciate that, Mike. Easiest way to do it is at Colada Show uh, on uh, any uh, social media platform: Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Facebook. Wherever you're looking for us, you can hit us at Colada Show and on YouTube. We're there uh, seven to nine a.m. each day. Absolutely, and we'll put a we'll put that in the show notes for the audience to find. Thank you again, Jordy. I really, really appreciate you. Anytime you need me, man, reach out. I'm happy to join your show again. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Have a good one.